All right. Hello. What's going on? Mile Hybrid Podcast. My name is Rich Ryan. Hello. Joining me today, the reigning champion of High Rocks Dubai. His name is Ryan Kent. Welcome back to United States, Ryan Kent. What's going on, my guy? Hello. We back, baby. We back. That was that's a that's a trip, man. What day is it? <laughs> what, it is. Monday. What time yeah. is it? <laughs> you got to be all in that. Especially it's like the holiday too. Monday, Labor Day. You are out there laboring hard during those wall balls and the final five minutes of High Rocks Dubai. Other than that, you're good to go. Other than that, a few actually, there was a few other spots, but. Thankfully, my wife is on a holiday today too, and she's with Basin, so I was able to sleep in. I slept like twelve hours last night. My body, my circadian rhythm was like, "Oh, this is this is right. This is what we're supposed to be doing." It's been fighting it ever since I left on Wednesday, and coming back last night, it was, it was like I don't have a good analogy. It's like maybe, maybe like losing your glasses. And everything's a little bit blurry. You, you look, everything looks like you're drunk or something. And then you put on your glasses and everything's like fine again. That's how it felt coming home. It was like I put back on my glasses. My body was like, oh yeah, this is, this is right. This is normal. And slept like a rock last night. Still, I mean, I slept more last night than I had in the previous five days combined, <laughs> um, which, is, which is pretty crazy. Um, but you went to Dubai, dude. You know how it is, man. It's like... I mean, it's almost a full 12 hours difference from here in Colorado. So imagine it being 10 o'clock in the morning and then all of a sudden someone's snapping their fingers and being like, 10 o'clock at night, by the way, it's time to go to bed now. And you're like, what What do you mean? Like, no. And you weren't, when we went in uh, March, I think that was, we were there for like, what, 11 days? No, no, no. Was it eight, eight to 10 days, I think? We were there for a minute. Nine. And nine. it was nine. So, so yeah, eight to, eight to 10, right in that range. And by the time we had, it was, it was time to like turn around and come back. It got like a little bit easier every day. Like we woke up at like 4am and it's like 4.30 and like 5am. And like, eventually we like had full nights of sleep and then had to get on the plane and come back. You only being there, you landed Thursday, right? Thursday night. And then came back Sunday. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty quick turnaround. And for people who are, we'll talk about Nice, France. Yes. Yes, but there's going to be people who are going to be traveling international for uh, high rocks this season and people who might be coming over here doing majors coming from uh, the UK or uh, Europe. What, what, what was your plan? Like, did you just sleep and or how did it like, how did you navigate that? So my plan was to just sleep whenever my body was ready to go to sleep. I didn't care what time it was, whether it was two o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the afternoon. I, I didn't care. I was just going to nap pretty much nap my way to the start line more or less. Mm -hmm. um, I took notes the last time we were there in March, just jotting down kind of how my body was feeling um, with the travel. And then we did some intensity workouts. So I knew, I knew going in kind of how my body would respond within the first like 48 to 72 hours. And one thing I made note of the last time we were there was that I didn't feel like I hit a wall until like the third or fourth day. Your body almost is in like fight or flight mode for the first like 48 hours. So obviously I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not trying to get there 
like a week in advance to let my body fully adapt. Like maybe if it's the world championships, right. but um, in this particular situation, I decided to show up almost as close to race day as, as possible. And then just hope that my body would be able to respond. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of see, see what we could do. Um, but that's, yeah, that's pretty much how I navigated it. Just sleep when I can and then hope that I can giddy up and go when it's time, when it's time to roll. So no, like hardcore, like, all right, I'm going to stay up or I'm going to do this, this, and this to try to, it's so short. It doesn't seem like that would work. And you might have a plan for that, but then your body might say otherwise. Yeah. You know? Not, dude. Yeah. Um, like the, the, the morning I woke, I woke up Friday morning and I slept maybe like an hour and a half that whole night. And then at 10 o'clock in the morning, I got super freaking tired, which makes sense because that's like 11 PM or something in Colorado. So I fell asleep from like 10 to noon. Um, pretty like I was out like a light and then just kind of was going in and out of consciousness for like another hour or two. Um, so yeah, but I mean, just try to imagine like not sleeping for three days, not eating foods that you're norm, like you, you usually eat, like eating that airplane f- food on like an overnight yeah. flight is just terrible. Being out of your routine for three days and then being expected to just go throw down and compete. Like you're not, you're just not going to be at your best. There's, I don't think there's any way to do that. Sure. Like once you get rolling, like adrenaline can kick in and and help to some degree, but it's just a weird, it's a weird thing, dude. Like I remember being at the venue just a few hours before the start and I'm like, like, I don't feel like racing. Like I just did not, I, I didn't feel it. I don't know if that was because. I kind of knew I'm like, there's nobody really here to compete with. Like, I, I just, I wasn't feeling it. I was at the start line slapping myself in the face, just like trying to wake myself up to, to go. Um, it, it was just super weird. I mean, the event itself was awesome. Like, it, it felt just like a high rocks here in the States. Like, when you walk in, the energy is high. Um, it, it just, it felt like a normal high rocks. It was awesome. There were so many people there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was competing in circumstances that I like have never really competed in before. It was also like, <clears throat> this kind of came up not that long ago. It was almost impromptu. It's like, Hey, let's just get up and go out to Dubai, hit a high rocks. This wasn't part of the plan for the season. Not at all. I mean, I think I told you. I said on the last episode, I've been cramming like the last two to three weeks to just try to boost my fitness to a level that was appropriate, you know? And I feel like I did that, you know, like it wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of like in between. And, um, yeah, I wasn't super fit going into this, which I, I wasn't trying to be, you know? Right. Um, but then I mean, get it like with the travel and everything. It's like, okay, what can I really do? Um, and then I mean, there were so many guys there too. Like I thought I was just gonna be able to go out and jog this thing and like be able to coast to a win. And I kind of joked around with some people that I was like, man, if I can run sixty five and r- win this race, <laughs> I might, I might just do it. But we, I remember we started on that first run, and I don't know if you want to get into it right let's, now let's but we, go right into it because i saw 
I was out camping, wasn't trying to have an alarm go off, wake up the whole camp at 5.15 a.m. Thought I might wake up in that time, but I woke up at like 6.10, literally pulled up my phone and I saw you on wall balls. That's what I caught. And he's mm-hmm. all by himself. I was like, all right, good to go. Then I, ch- I did check the splits and everything. But uh, so we'll talk about that for sure. But I didn't get to see how it played out really at all, other than um, just that first, just the last wall balls. And I just saw you kind of, and I just saw the splits. So guys get out cooking. Guys are moving. We were moving, dude. I would say that first run was probably about 520, 520 ish pace. It, that was short then. It was short. So you did, what was it? Was it a three-lap course? It was a three-lap three course. Three-lap course, so the first one was like two and a half like laps? Two and maybe three quarters or so. Got it, got it. Something yes, like that. That was the fastest one by quite a bit, like 307, but with it being whatever that is, 800 meters mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't even know. The runs, it's hard to do the math on those. Like, I don't I don't know how they all. Because the, like the run zone was like a little bit short too, mm-hmm. so they that gets added in there on the so runs. I would imagine that first one maybe yeah, was was obviously short, but maybe all the rest were probably long because this rock mm-hmm. zone, like your rock zone was 250. And you know, I think anything under three minutes, it's a pretty small rock zone, which I think so. Like, and I stopped. I stopped after, after burpees. I, I was stopping at the water station every walk, single time walking out of there. Like, yeah. I probably lost 10 seconds. Every, rock zone from burpees on just from oh, like so so it was a real small rock zone yeah i would say i could have been close to like 215 probably um had i not been stopping and getting water like i was taking multiple cups of water drinking it pouring it on my head um because it, it, it was hot bro it was hot did it, <laughs> did it feel it was hot? the most um, you know, when you were running it didn't feel that bad because there there was kind of a breeze like the faster you go, the more you feel it. But anytime you stop, like I remember being on the rower and just all of a sudden feeling like I was just sweating tremendously because you're not moving. You're just in like a stationary spot. It was humid um, out there? Very humid. <laughs> I think the start of the race, dude, it was like 102 outside and like 90% humidity. You were talking shit. It's not going to be that bad. It's fine. Cold front coming through. And it was. It was cooler than it was the week before. But and uh, I mean, there's, I mean, the air conditioner was on, but there's no way to keep the humidity was seeping through, like no, without no doubt. a doubt. Yeah, can't um, humidifier up in there. So yeah, the race, the race started, and the guys just kind of went. I was like, man, I'm just gonna jog. I'm gonna go out and just chill on this first run. But everyone else had other plans, and I didn't really know who some of these guys were. They were introducing themselves, like in the in the corral. Um, which is cool, man. I love I love meeting people from all over the world. But Jordan I had no Bryan, idea. Yeah, Jordan uh, Bryan, he's from the UK. He was at the Chicago race. He was. One I spoke of- to him a little bit after the race. Cool guy. Like him a lot. Um, but at the start, I didn't know anyone. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to feel out this first run. But everyone just went out fast. And I was like, all right, I guess this is what we're doing. And you and went with him? Yeah, I went with him. I mean, I, I actually kind of needed that to be honest to just like wake me up and be like okay like it's time to go <laughs> do your job now right right you know and then we got on to the ski erg and i started i started pulling and i was like oh i actually feel i feel kind of good now um i was skiing like the first 500 i skied probably like 141 
What? And yeah. And then I eased off to like 143, 144 on the second 500, and it averaged out to like 142s for, the, for the whole thing. But around the 400 meter mark, I'm feeling good, right? I'm pulling like low 140s, and I'm like, let me just check in on the guy to my left and to my right. And I look over, the guy to my left is doing like 139, 140, and he's like 30 meters ahead of what? where I'm at. And I look to the guy to my right, and he's doing 139, 140, and he's 30 meters up on where I'm at. So all of a sudden I'm just like, what the fudge is going on, man? Like, are these guys like this fit? Like, so (laughs) I didn't, I didn't panic. I just, I knew I'm like, okay, I'm starting a game plan, pep myself up. And I'm like, okay, the next three stations are like your bread and butter sled, push sled, pull burpee, broad jumps. If they are, anywhere near you after burpees then we can start to like panic but let's not let's not freak out like right now no so i came out of the ski erg in second but the guy in third who uh, he's an american i think but now lives in dubai um big guy big strong guy but could move and those are kind of the ones you you worry about a little bit like due to have that physique but can also move and he moved right on by me on that run after the ski. Who's so, that? Um, Where did he, what place did he end up getting? I think he was third. That, okay, so that was, uh, was that Grant? Grant Hudson? No, no, no. No, his name was Michael something. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, Michael Logue? Yeah, Logue. yeah, that's him. That's him. Loge? W? Yep. Okay. So he passed me on that next run, and we're still moving at like a good clip, and I'm like, I just did. I'm just like, all right, like we're just gonna keep on moving here, see what happens. And then we got to the push, and Michael kind of fell back there, and then the other guy who was up front, who initially he, the guy that was in the lead going out of the skier, I watched him go out of the in arch mm-hmm. on like onto that run. So I knew right then I'm like, homie's got a penalty, and when I caught him on the run as we were going into sled push, I tapped him on his shoulder, said, Hey buddy, I hate to break it to you, but <laughs> you went at the end on show me. And he's like, penalty. And I was like, yes, penalty, bro. It's only, it's a minute. <clears throat> it's a minute. Yeah. And were they, they were right next to each other then down then. Mm-hmm. That's a stupid, I mean, that's, I mean, I guess you got to give them penalty just in case there's times where the out and in are in different places, but that saved them. What? Zero seconds, two Zero. seconds, zero yeah. seconds. That's stupid. Um, so we finished the sled push, and I've I've got a lead again. I've, I've I've kind of separated myself a little bit, and then I come into sled pull, and the dude, there's a dude already in there in lane one. He was the guy that came out of the ski first, the guy that went out of the in arch. Same and dude. He's already there on the pull. And I'm <laughs> like, I like immediately look at Christian, and I'm like, Yo, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, what's <laughs> And I think people were confused. I, I don't know at that time if they knew he cut a lap short, but I knew he cut a lap short because I know that I'm in first place. So passed him. Yeah. Yeah. This so is dude, this is the dude Muhammad who ended up who crossed the line second, the finish line yes. second. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he had multiple penalties. Multiple penalties. So okay. I think after this, I passed. I think he was a full length, full sled pull length ahead of me as I came in there, and I left before he finished. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then 
And then I think he ended up doing this multiple times. I think after that, he was like, fuck, dude. I mean, if I'm, I fucked up once, I might as well fuck up a bunch of times and just get, get on camera. And like, <laughs> like, I don't know what was in his head, but. Um, so how'd, the, how'd the push feel? Dude, it felt normal. Like, that's the only way I can really describe it. Like, I've done, I think my split was like 220 something which is still which, fast which is it's pretty fast, fast but i've done that before when? it's not like an anomaly you know when'd you do that for i've pushed under 230 several times dude every time not every time i'm looking it up but, you know i mean look at that la course we did we were all over three that was yeah, that. that was so that was, i mean too hard that was too hard for me that day let's just look at which one should we look at? Let's put this to Houston. That was a good one for you. Do you remember your sled push time in Houston? It was two something. Nope. 3.14. So on your PR. No, that was, okay. Yeah, Houston. But if you go to Anaheim, I think Anaheim was two something. People were pushing faster. I... So on your PR, Houston, you pushed it 45 seconds faster. more Almost a minute faster in dubai so it still felt even though it feels normal it's still fast okay that's fair that's that's all i I did go back and look at that i looked at i was trying to add up my run splits plus rock zone time from a few different races to compare how my runs actually were in dubai i'm starting to think that it's every course is just different they're just all wrong (laughs) you were 240 you were 248 in anaheim Okay. So even that 22, 24 seconds, or what did I say? 222, 26 seconds faster. I did feel, I will say, I did feel like I was pressing a little bit on the push. Like I did was you? taking my, my breaks, but I wasn't taking the time that I usually take. Like I was just taking a big deep breath and then going back to work, which was a plan going in. I was like, I don't want to be kind of lazy here. Like, let's just get it. Let's rest, but let's get it done. So I guess to some some degree, I mean, maybe it, it was a little bit fast, but I don't think it felt like it wasn't sliding by any means. Right. You know? Right. And I, I think um, that's the thing. It's like, I, that's, the, that's the issue with this whole thing. It's like, just because these, I think these European courses are faster or international courses are faster, doesn't mean it's easier. You know, that sled push probably felt exactly the same, right? But you still were pushing it almost a minute less than the day you ran 56, mm-hmm. 50 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like it like it matters for sure but then on my pull my pull split was i think 259 and i've done you all done. my pulls are usually around that time i've had a few over three minutes but normally i'm i'm under three yeah when you're when you're feeling your best you're usually under three i wonder, I wonder what houston was for that too because houston, houston was-, was houston was the same as my push i think it was like 315 yeah, three seventeen. Yep, that was Houston. Was the day you were like, let's 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 see about pacing. Let's see what that does for me. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so you could have pushed it in two twenty. I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. All right. So at the pull, then got in there. They had wood ropes, like the they ropes did. that are. They weren't they the did. Black and I I will say that I didn't need chalk. I didn't have to waste time trying to get chalk because you could grip these things really nicely. I would almost. I think they should use these across the board, but I think Christian said something like, "Huh?" I, that, that, I think that's one of the biggest things that makes courses in Spain, in particular, faster. They have ro- like the actual like 
manila wooden compound rope. And in the United States, mm-hmm. we have those stretchy ass black ones that are like slippery. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things that makes that's like an advantage in other places. What Christian say about it? He said visually, it just doesn't. He doesn't like the the brown. <laughs> oh my god! What an eye roll! Well, that was I just had the I most ridiculous eye roll. It's true. Those black rovers, they do look tight. You can find some way to like coat some paint on these things. <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> but you could grip them better and they didn't have like that stretchy, uh, like you didn't have, there was no give to it. You know, like once you started pulling on it, like it started moving. Moving. That's the biggest, like when you come in and do your first high rocks, I think one, uh, there's going to be things you screw up. Like let's just use Ryland for example, in that first race in LA, like, yes, he went in the out. He went like, got lost in the rock zone a couple of times, you know, like little things like that are going to happen, but then you're going to pick up that rope and try to pull it and you're going to lean back and it's going to stretch and you're almost going to fall over. And it's mm-hmm. just what's going to happen. You kind of have to really understand what's going to happen, but you get those other ropes and you just pull on it. I'm, I'm, I'm banking on that feeling nice in Spain. I mean, we, I've done the U S one so much now that I know that going in that I, I initially do that, like lean back and get the, the, the stretchiness out of it before I really start to, to pull on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you want to say, sure, like 15, 15 seconds advantage or something like that, maybe like, yeah, think, yeah, sure. It could be. Um, but yeah, coming out of that, I pretty much knew at that point, I was like, okay, I've got this, I've got this wrapped up. And it, at that time it was just like, how hard do we want to work mm-hmm. today? Um, I will say I went into burpees feeling good. Um, you know, my strategy, I like to take that run a little bit soft coming in, even if I can lower my heart rate five, six beats, um, just so I can really, really work those burpees. And I got to say, dude, the burpee broad jumps felt long. It was a down, it was a down and back 40 meters out, 40 meters back. But I went back and watched the live and I think I did like four or five more burpees than I normally do. Oh, he's Normally I can get them done in like 32, but I think I counted 36, maybe 37. And I was taking big, long jumps. Like I knew, I knew I wasn't moving at the clip that I have moved in the past, but I still felt like I was efficient on them. So to come out and have like a 235 split or something, I was like, man, that's not horrible, but I've been too flat to 205. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that, okay, like that loss, I lost like 30 seconds there from what I normally do. But I looked at my watch. I looked at my watch coming out of there and I was like, oh my God, like I'm still on pace to run something like really well. And then I got out of the rower and after the rower, you can really start doing math, you know, cause you just count. I just start doing four minutes for each run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, farmers carry 90 seconds, uh, lunges three minutes wall balls four minutes and then just start doing the math and i'm like oh my god i might be like right around 57 you know like that's what i was thinking but then i started to slowly kind of just fall apart like my endurance isn't where it needs to be my fitness just in general general. yeah the runs i was just staying relaxed i wasn't pressing at all on the runs it was just let's not completely blow ourselves up 
Yeah. Let's just kind of close this out and, and get it done. Um, at it, like say you're after the sled push, still had some juice. You're moving pretty well. That was like a 350. And then <clears> after the sled pull, like you say, you usually pull it back. That was like a 356. But then after Burby Broad Gyms, everything was kind of like four flat. It was like 401, mm-hmm. 359, 402, and then 416 after after lunges. That was one that, was a little long. Was it long? It was a little long. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty happy to get through farmers and not break because I, I train with those gr- gr- the the fatter grip kettlebells. I and can't get through I can't get through like more than a hundred meters with those it's fat hard, dude. It's so hard. Um so I was actually pretty stoked to make the whole two hundred without oh, you did? Okay, without that me, breaking. That makes me feel good because I've been feeling bad about myself during farmers carries and practice. I'm thinking about getting some farmers handles, like the big you don't have any of those, do you? Nah. Should have grabbed some. I thought I just ordered a, a heavier wall ball on rep and I almost I almost put in some some farmers, but that's just like 150 for something that's like I could figure out other ways to do that or get them cheaper somewhere else. Your row was fast. Row was good. I think my split was I averaged 146 pace, so either 332, 333. Yeah. And it felt it felt smooth. Like I wasn't I wasn't trying to do what I did at Worlds and trying to do like 143, 144. I just kind of settled into like what felt comfortable. I think that's how you should do the row. You know, and the more yeah. faster you can be while you're comfortable, obviously better. And like 146 is pretty fast for anybody, even if they're pressing or not. Like I would, that's, I was around 146 in Anaheim and that's what just blew the top off for me. I just couldn't sustain after that. <clears throat> but if you can sit there and cruise that, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And that would, like I said, I came out of that and looked at my watch and I was like, dude, I might, I might run like 57 here. Like this is wow. Like I'm that dude. I'm that dude. And then you're like, oh man, I'm, um, I'm a little tired now. This run makes me feel tired. But then like lunges, dude. I God lead, dude. The carpet was so thin. I don't I don't know if you anyone could hear like on the the live, but I was telling Christian the whole time I'm doing it. I'm like, my fucking knees, dude. My knees. Was Christian like, they were like, hurt. There, was he like the rabbit or something? He's just, he was just kind of following, following along. But the carpet was so thin, dude. I was like having to very lightly touch my knees to the ground and then go up. So you're not getting that extra. It's like coming out of a squat, you know, or a, or a wall ball where you, you bounce yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting that free energy at all on these mm-hmm. lunges because I was being so delicate in like my knees touching that ground. And I don't know if that's age catching up to me or, or what, but I was like, I was like, no, no fuck. <laughs> I told so my lunges. My lunges weren't weren't like terrible, but They're fine. Three three twenty six um, is like I, I think I could have done those it's faster not had I kill like, your race. Had somebody been close to me and I needed to really kind of push through those, I probably could have done them twenty seconds faster. But just kind of where I was at in the race, I'm like, I'm not gonna freaking bust up my kneecaps here trying to speed through these. What's the so I lost. Button? What's the fastest you've done? I think I've done like 256, 257. Yeah. So normally if I'm around three minutes, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. So I think my split was like 325. So the carpet was like, just like hitting your knee or whatever, or also just like being in the mind frame of worrying about, because maybe that's another thing. If you're, were like so dead set and focused, maybe you're not worrying about how your knee is hitting the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Were you feeling tired or were you just, I'm just going to. 
I wasn't feeling that bad. My heart rate was was down. Um, like I said, I was just I had settled into a an effort that was comfortable, but I was still moving forward at like a good a good clip. And even at that point, I was like, okay, I've definitely I've lost some time here just from like not pressing and and trying to capitalize on on every single second of this race. But I was like, damn, I might be able to break 58 still, like coming into wall balls. Um and I took that run going into wall balls pretty I mean, I dialed it back a few seconds because I'm like, all right, 100 wall balls. Like, let's just get this done. I think I did 40. I went to 40 and then took my took my first break. And then, dude, like... It's not bad. No, it's not bad. But then, like, fatigue really just kind of, like, took over at that <laughs> point. It was more my shoulders, my shoulders more than my legs. And then I was sweating just so much that the amount of strength I was needing to squeeze the ball to stop it from like falling out of my hands. Every rep I saw was just, chalking, I saw you chalking up. I was like, there we go. There's <laughs> 10 reps to go, bro. Get it done. My, my dude needs some chalk to get these wall balls up. <laughs> I've never experienced that before to where like it was slipping out of my hands. So I was squeezing it so hard that the shoulder fatigue was just uh-huh. growing on me. And, uh, yeah, I think I barely scooted under five minutes on those wall balls. So I lost like a minute on the wall balls, 30 seconds on the lunges. So I, yeah, within the last two stations, I lost like 90 seconds from what potentially I could have done, which would have put me in a in like a good spot, you know? Yeah, even just wall balls, like take a minute off, right? Like four minutes conservatively, right? It should be where you're at most of the time. You know? Yeah. If like you're at your peak wall ball shape, yeah, maybe you're under a little bit, but... Yeah, it's a, and that's a 58 flat on a day where I'm li- I was just looking at your runs from Houston and it looks like Houston was about <clears throat> you were like a minute and a half faster on your run total. Run with Rockstone combined. Rockstone. Yeah, so you were where am I at? I'm, I'll, I'll find this again. And so that like, makes sense, dude. That makes yeah, sense to me. I agree. I think that makes total sense that the running would be a part where it could there's certainly room to improve. Like you're just getting started really. 100%. I've never gone into a high rocks that out of shape. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, <laughs> like even, even when I did LA with you and Rylan, we were still in good I shape. F- I felt more fit, but just not necessarily fit for high rocks. I've been doing, I've been doing sled pushes and lunges and wall balls. Um, but I haven't been like, I've been running a ton and I sure as hell haven't been, you know, combining those things in like interval workouts, like sled pushes into runs, right. Um, lunges into runs. Like I haven't been doing any of that. What are you doing over there? It looked like you're doing some you're sort doing of math. math. So you're 32, 20 for your run with rock zone in Houston. And then you were 33, 43. So a minute, 20 seconds there. Take a minute off the wall balls. We're at 220 and another 20 seconds on those lunges, just like conservatively. Yeah, it's like 240. So yeah, you're 57, 40 maybe with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Honestly, overall, I was pretty happy with it. I was I was a For little sure. bit like disappointed and I think really just kind of the wall balls again because 
like, yeah, there was sweat and whatnot that was a factor, but all of a sudden lately, my wall balls have not been that great. Like they weren't great when I first started high rocks and then I started doing them in under four. Like I was having multiple races where I was in the three fifty splits. And then even at worlds, I think I was like four fifteen or four twenty. This one was kind of a little bit of anomaly, but it's still the station I've got to figure out, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and it's so weird because any other exercise or any other station in high rocks or DECA, I feel like I can sell out on like anything, but the wall balls are just so hard to sell out on. It's, I just, I haven't been able to figure that one out. And I don't know if that's, if that's something physically I need to start doing in training, or if that's just not being mentally sharp on kind of how that is going to feel. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, after every race, right. I'm always think I have like a, real hard reflection period. I know this wasn't a big race necessarily for you. So probably coming out being like sick, like got some money, got the win. My fitness is in like a pretty good spot, all things considered. So like generally this is positive, but what were your thoughts? Like, are you think, are you, were you reflecting deeply about wall balls? What are you going to do? Other, honestly, other than wall balls, I'm actually pleasantly surprised and, and happy with how I performed considering the travel, considering the training I've been doing. I was like, okay, like, wow, if we're able to do this. Hour like, a day, you know. You hour do, a day, baby. That's all. You, you do, you do, tried to do six by mile, went poorly. You're back out yeah. there anyway, just punishing <laughs> yourself, doing extra miles. Like, all right, you know, hey. Had I not done those there. workouts, I probably, I definitely would have been 60 plus for sure. <laughs> yeah. But all things considering, man, I'm I'm really happy with kind of, how I was able to perform in that race. But yeah, the wall balls are the thing, dude. It's like, I got to figure that one out, man. I got, and I think it's a little bit of both. I think some of it's physical. I think just as much as is mental too. Mm. Like I said, it could be, it could be Ram burpees. It could be a 500 meter row. It could be the lunges, a hundred meter lunges at the end of the race. It, It could be 80 meter burpee broad jump. It could be anything else other than wall balls, and I feel like I could fully send it mm-hmm. and just go. But there's something about that wall balls that it just for me, I I can't, I haven't figured out how to fully sell out on that. And what is selling out? Is selling out a hundred wall balls unbroken? Right. Is it is it doing it in three forty? Right. Like, yeah, I don't know, but clearly it's like. I'm losing a minute plus there on the final fucking station, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I think about this sometimes, like, doesn't need to be like this ultimate sellout and is unbroken what we need to strive for. Or is it just like how we would do the row? Like, all right, let's just manage it and just survive it. Like, like you do literally every other station throughout the entire workout, workout throughout the entire race is about just getting through it. And then it's wall balls like, all right, buckle down, let's go. And the fatigue that builds up makes it so you mentally kind of have to go there. And there's something about just like the ability to rest. Like with the lunges, you could go slow, but you can't really like rest, right? They don't want you to put the bag down. A, a lot of the other things like the row, you can go slower. You can't really like rest, but on wall balls, you can rest. And that's where the time just goes crazy. For sure. 
So I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I try to do the same thing. Like maybe it's a, cause this happened, this will happen to me. And I think it ends up being pretty mental on my end. I'm like, all right, let's try to get a rhythm. It's like, okay, let's break this into tens. Let's, let's try to do a huge chunk up front. I've been doing something recently. I'll do this when I'm running, say like not on a track, like on a path. I'll like be like, all right, I have quarter meter, I've quarter mile left. And then I'll start to visualize where I am on the track just cause I've been on the track so many times. I started doing that with wall balls the other day. I'm like, okay, I'm like on the back stretch of the final lap. It's like, and then I'm just like mm-hmm. kind of plugging away and going through it. Cause I know what that feels like so much. And that, that kind of helped, but I don't know, man. What, what do you do mentally? I, well, I know, I know when I'm at my best, when my wall balls have been at my best, it was when I was doing like hard 800s into a hundred wall balls. Not like that would be the, that would be like the last rep. I'm not doing that a hundred wall balls multiple times, but like it'd be 800 meters into skier or skier into 800, like getting familiar with hard running into a hundred wall balls. Hmm. Um, and that's something I haven't been doing. Um, so I got to get back to doing that. But I remember I did, I did 40 unbroken and then I'm starting to think, okay, let's just do three sets of 20 and like, we'll, we'll be done with this. It's, it's, it's over and done. And I'm like going, I'm like at 46, 47 and I got a no rep and then I did another two and then got another no rep. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh no, I can't do 22 to make up for the, <laughs> I can't do So I, I like, I stopped at like 54 and then all of a sudden, like my whole plan was like messed up. Then I'm at like, okay, can I get to 70? And then I'll do, I'll do just three sets of 15 and that'll get me there. And then I kept getting like more no reps. I probably got like close to 10, 10 were no you, reps. Were you missing the target? It was landing kind of in the middle, the middle zone. Like it was going above, but then as it was descending down just slightly, it was That's hitting a touch. Yeah. So it was, it was the and right call. For sure. Yeah. Your depth sure. I, it's just sometimes a judge will will give give you those reps. For sure. For and sure. the no, judge was good. not not having it. That's good. That's good. So yeah, I have no complaints there. But your, de- uh, your depth looked good because you you'll go through th- times sometimes where you're just like right on the border of parallel and like usually you'll get it. But then like the internet people are all crazy. I thought all your depth was good. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, but it's it's crazy how just getting like one or two no reps can throw you into like a negative like mental space. I that I felt that in that race. Like, had I not gotten the no reps, I think I could have maybe done three sets of twenty and finished out those things much faster. But just getting the getting that no rep and then feeling like overwhelmed by it um, mm-hmm. definitely was was uh, playing playing a role there. The like last in the, somewhere in the, like the last ten or fifteen, and this happened. This has happened to me before. It's like where I've squatted and just not been able to throw the ball. Like, oh no! Like you had something like that too, right? You just like yeah. squatted, stumbled, got back to bit, like, squatted again. That's I had that, that, that dude. I know that's where it gets. Yeah. That's where it's like, oh boy. Which <laughs> where you're like, I don't, Lauren had one or two of those too. I think. I think she she got to that point. That's she had a few. And that's where you can't, that's just like, you can't replicate. You can no. maybe, but in training, like if you're going that hard to train to the point where the last quarter of your wall balls are almost not doable. You're, you're fighting for every rep. Yeah. And it's yeah. hard to get there in training. If you're getting there in training, it's probably too big of an effort, honestly. But that's. I'm happy. I'm happy that I went and did this race just for that reason alone. 
you know, like it, it reminded me of the feeling and just like, Hey, like we need, we got to work on this, you know, Mm -hmm. like this isn't just going to get better. Like, (laughs) like we need to, we need to put ourselves in this situation, not just in races, but in, in training as well. Recently, I went back through and I thought about all the high rocks races and like the amount of times that the wall that I've beaten the wall balls and the time that the wall balls have beaten me and to just like base like no real objective measure, more subjective. Like, did I go there? Did I did I put myself in a in a mental space to be proud of how I finished the wall balls? And I think my record's like three and eight or something like that. Wall balls just like are always a problem for me. Not always three times they haven't been but it's like the time that they've gone well uh i yeah i can think of the two in particular that went well i was really i just like didn't want to lose to the wall balls like i didn't care about anything else i just came into that station like i'm not going to be a bitch here i'm just not going to do it and other times i'm like let's just survive and when it's survival then i'll i'll do that thing where i'll drop it and like okay i'll 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 break with not to plan, which is always a problem. Like how it happened to you in the last 60 reps of yours, like just dropping the ball for no reason. Like not because, not because I can't do another, not because I like need that rest. I'm just like, no, I'm not doing another one. <laughs> and I just, it's just, and then it feels worse. I did a workout, which we'll touch on a uh, workout of the week, but I would drop it and then I would physically feel worse. I'm like, oh, it actually felt better while I was doing wall balls, but I just kept dropping it and feeling awful. And I tried to remind myself, but it wasn't happening. A, a, a eight to 10 second break isn't going to fix the problem. No. <laughs> the only thing that's going to fix the problem is getting them done and not having to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What do you, do you tell yourself anything in those moments where it's real nasty? Like, do you have a, a, like a mental, like a mantra or like visualization or, or what, anything that keeps you going? Like, like ramp burpees are so short that you can just kind of, for me, I can just stay present into those and, you know, ramp burpees are maybe like, just do one more, just do one more. But something like this tank, for example, it like can get real nasty and it's easier to slow down. And like wall balls are definitely that lunges could be that way too. Do you think of anything that keeps you rolling or, or? Where do you go mentally for that? Um, I don't think I have a mantra. Like, I, I, I think I'm just so, I've just done this for so long. Like, I, I know how to get the most out of myself without having to, like, have some sort of, like, mental trick or something like that. So just like when, I, it, when it's happening and it's, it's, it's not going well or it's like you need to kind of go to that next place. Is it just automatic to this point that you will just go there? Like, you know, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Like, I wish, I wish I had some sort of tip that I could give to somebody, but it's almost, yeah, I think it's just almost automatic at this Hmm. point. Yeah. You need to get, and if I'm in a race, usually whatever the race situation is presenting to me, I feed off that like mentally. You know, like for example, at wall balls, when I was beating Hunter in Chicago two years ago, it was like, dude, get these done. And you, David just beat Goliath, you know, like you're feeding off that. Like it's, it's the situations in the race that I'm able to like mentally feed off of, whether that's good or bad. Um, Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's all. I don't have something like that I go to every single, every single race. Sometimes, yeah, I'll think about Sarah or Basin, mm. you know? Um, but usually that's not like, I hate to say, it, but that's not like a strong enough thing <laughs> for me. Like, yeah, they're going to love you me know? anyway. Yeah, they're going to love me anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it's hard. I don't know. Sometimes, I, in particular, when training for the tank last year, I would do big, long pushes uh, toward deck. I would do just like four by, like, it would be like a four-minute push and pull or whatever. And just getting to the point where my legs do start to fill up, I would start to just kind of tell myself, like, nothing's bad. Nothing bad is going to happen here if you keep going. And I was just like, let's just see what would happen if I keep going through pushing, like, through this, like, incredible discomfort. And nothing bad has ever happened. You know, it's just like it never does, dude. It's never gonna happen. But there's this all this this bells and whistles just going off mm -hmm. in your brain that is trying to tell you that it's that something bad is potentially happening, but you ain't gonna die from pushing the tank tank torque tank. It's not gonna happen. It's almost like me stretching my hamstrings. Is that do you do you do you follow what I'm saying here? Well, there's there's a there's a reflex in I in like the the belly of your muscle that puts that pain there when you stretch that will subside after I think about ninety seconds. So if you stretch for a long time, it will go away, and then you'll be able to stretch. A you'll be able to go a little exactly, bit exactly. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Come on, dog. It's that same moment. It's like if you lean into it and just kind of sit there, all of a sudden you're able to like reach another level of, mm -hmm. of suffering and pain, but you can't get there unless you sit in whatever you're currently sitting in, you know? And, yeah. Which is a hard pill to swallow because it's not, I don't think it necessarily gets that much worse, you know, like the next level of suffering or whatever, like it's just going to make it longer. Like you're not going to get a reprieve from this feeling, but you can still go, you know, you can mm -hmm. still kind of put yourself in this discomfort beyond where you think it's you're you're willing to stop. And I think that's I think that's just it for wall balls. It's like it's just what, there there comes a point though where like everyone says you can do one more rep, but there have been times where like I don't know that I can. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. You could try though. You could try, you could but you don't want to get to that point where you've literally, you're throwing it to the women's target because then you've done cost too far. Now you're, like, you're, you're, you're in jeopardy of like not finishing the race. So I do think one big set is a good way to do it. Like that 40, I think was appropriate, right? I think that's what I'm going to try to do this year. Like forties to fifties, like in this, I did basically a, uh, kind of a sim. I kind of broke it up where, uh, I did the first four stations. And then I rested three minutes and then I did the last four stations with a minute rest in between the stations and runs, right? Like basically a full high rocks, just kind of broken up and getting to the, um, wall ball part. I was like, let's do 50. Let's try to get 50. I think that's a number that I could get. And I, and I didn't get there. And then it kind of screwed my whole plan up. So maybe there just needs to be like backup plans throughout the wall balls. It's like, okay, thirties then. Then like let's just see how 30s go. Like, or having something there because that's when the wheels start to fall off for me. And then I'm like, start feeling bad about it. You know, I'm like, oh man, I'm being a bitch again. This sucks. And I know it. 
because I'm just dropping the ball without 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 plan and without without being it to that point that I can't do one more. You know, if that that's where but I'm having you, to break, that makes sense. But if I'm just like stopping, I don't like it. If you are able to get chop off like sixty or seventy though in that first set, it just you feel like you've you you've crossed the hump, like you're over the hump. Like I could even do like sets of ten here, and this shit's done like super quick. But yeah, if you can only get to like thirty and you still have seventy to go, like mentally you still, it's just like a big task still still ahead of you. My best wall balls have come when I've gotten sixty plus on that first set. Oh really? Yeah. And then you're like, okay, these aren't these aren't killing me today. You know, you do but 30 the difference, and you're like, maybe I'm oh man, it's killing me today. The difference in in how they feel at 40 versus how they feel at 60 are no different. It's just how long are you willing to sit in that that discomfort? You know, the first 20 are fine, maybe even the first 30, and then it starts like, okay, like this is this is really getting hard. How long do I want to stay in this feeling? Mm-hmm. And sometimes if I'm mentally strong, I can sit in it till I hit 70. You know, I think the most I've ever done is, is about 70. If I'm feeling mentally weak, maybe I hold on to just 40. 33. 33. <laughs> it's like, shit. And then you know? that's, that's like, oh my God, how many more do I have? That's when it sucks. Yeah. But I'm with you. I always think that that's the way to go. Try to knock off a huge chunk. But I worry about getting to the point of like getting to ultimate failure. But I don't think that would happen. I don't think that would happen. Yeah, because I mean, even if even if you took, I think even if you took like a twenty second break, you could absolute failure break for twenty seconds and then still still be able to crank out more. Right. I think even fifteen and fifteen, ten, ten, ten. Yeah, like you're. That's not. That's not. It's mentally you can do that. And when you get to almost every time I get to ninety, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna do it because it doesn't feel like it's mm-hmm. ever gonna end. And you're like, I'm gonna finish this race. Nice. I, I know for me, it's like if I can figure out the wall balls, like that's the next big jump for me in High Rocks. Like that's the one station that I look at and I still feel like I have so much room to improve on. Like I can all of a sudden become like a 55 athlete if I can just master this this station here. But it's the one, it's the one, it's the last one in the race it, that's holding me back from kind of taking that next leap um, and kind of just like my high rocks fitness. So hopefully, hopefully it can be this year. I think, I do think it's more mental than physical. I really do. Um, so what are you going to, what are you going to do? I think I just got to do, I got to do more reps. Just got to do, I got to, I got to do hard, hard runs into wall balls. I can't just do like E2 moms of wall balls, you know, like, sure. That's building the the muscular endurance and stamina to do it. But um I think you need to really practice doing like intervals, hard eight hundreds into um a hundred wall balls. At the back end of workouts. At the back end of a workout. Cause that's the problem. It's just that even like I, I found that to be very effective. <clears throat> One way that I uh, and I program this quite often is that doing some sort of hyroxy thing, forty to you know, thirty to 50 whatever minutes of high rock stuff. And then at the end, just being like three by two minutes with a minute rest of wall balls, you know, just like putting them there and just to kind of help build that. Um, There's really no point in doing wall balls fresh in training for if you're you're training for high rocks, unless it is a skill issue, right? Unless like it is about 
positioning, catching the ball, going into full depth, like then I think that there's a little bit of merit to that or just having it be part of some sort of Metcom piece that would maybe you're doing 20 at a time. And just so you can be confident that you can at least do that and just kind of get into a bit of a flow and know, know exactly how to move with them. Cause if that's a problem, if it's a movement issue, like, yeah, that's, that's a good way to kind of clear that up. But yeah, if you're in season and you want to be sharp for wall balls, you gotta be tired. Gotta be just gotta be tired. And that's one thing with the heavier wall ball too. It's like, yeah, it makes the perceived exertion easier, but your pace is a little bit slower. And I feel like you just can't do it. If it's your shoulders that fatigue for me, like that's what ends up happening. Like the heavier ball doesn't really remedy that because I'm not getting as many reps in. I like get tired globally before I get tired. Dude, of I felt, I ball. felt fatigue in my rear delts this time. <laughs> what? Like normally you feel it right here in the front. Yeah. But I was feeling it like almost in like my traps, like into like the back here. What do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe I'm just like weak right now. You just got to start doing some lateral raises. Just do some front raises. Just get some bodybuilding going. My strength. I've only been doing one strength workout a week. Normally, I'm doing two. Right now, it's just one. Just one spot. So what are you going to do now? Where, where um, are you? Where, where's this? Uh, dude, I was going to go to Orlando for DECA, but I'm not going anymore, dude. I'm wow. going to come whoop your ass in DECA strong instead. Oh, you're going to come up to Arsenal? Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Let's and then out. I'm going to do, you want to do like a, like a progression run in the evening or something? Sure. Just double up on, on intensity that day. I'll just see. That would be, that's not this weekend. Next, that's next weekend. Let me see what I'm looking at because that will be probably a, I wrote my whole training plan for pretty much now until Chicago on the plane ride home. I mean, you had time. You had time uh, to do it. I feel good about it, man. Like, I really, I do feel good about it. I'll have to see. I'll have to see what makes sense for that Saturday. Is that a Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, right? Are you dodging me, dude? Please. That's right. That's right. I'm bailing on a race to come come compete against you. Now you're running. I got Madrid that next weekend. So I got to be, I got to make sure I got to fit another big high rocks workout in. Maybe I'll do that Thursday. And it comes when to are you going to book your flight to Nice, bro? Ha, that's going to wait. You are, you already, you checking out flights? Well, how they look? I did look. They're about 15, 1500 right now. Damn. I know it is a lot, dude, but I think there's a way, I think it's cheap to fly across Europe, so we should look into potentially finding the cheapest flight to, like, anywhere, uh, London maybe, and then catching a flight from London to Nice, that might be the move, booking like multiple one-ways. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That isn't a bad idea. And if we can um, time. But. Bringing bring the fam? I think I think I might have to on this one. Nick Basin came. It's a cool that spot. I do work. We're, we're at uh, we're at dinner the night before Dubai, and I'm I'm with Christian, and he's he's telling me all this. He's breaking this news to me. I think I'm I'm thinking I'm special. Like homie's just letting me know where the world champs are going to be. No one else in the world knows. And then an hour later, the news drops all across social media. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I told you. Ask. He's like, is probably. Yeah. What does it matter? This guy's not gonna. If he, even if he tries to spill it, 
yeah, this is really what a cool location though, man. Like I think that's the move. You know, you got to make these things in places that people want to go to. Not that Manchester wasn't like the venue itself was phenomenal, but the city of Manchester, like there's nothing special about it. Yeah. You know, like a blue like, collar town. But at least, yeah, yeah, I thought that the city of Vegas kind of swallowed the events, you know, like the after party stuff. Like there wasn't really any like it was hard to hang out with people and see people and celebrate with people just because Vegas is so crazy. It, and like there was people like in our event on our hotel that were there and it, it kind of felt like, you know, a good amount of people were there for the event. But people were there just for Vegas and Vegas stuff and being weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where Manchester seems like, yeah. Everybody who was there, it was easy to find each other. It seems like you hung out with a lot of people after and, and made some good connections where we didn't really have that in, in Vegas, you know? But Nice doesn't seem like a very big city. How many people have been sitting? How many people have been, been there? What date is it again? June 7th, 8th, and 9th. 7th, 8th, and 9th. Okay. Yeah, Nice isn't a very big city either. 300,000 people. So that's, that's small. That will be nice. That would be nice. It will be nice. It'll be nice. So you have Chicago then. Is that the next thing? It's the next thing, man. We got a deck of I'm strong. I'm about to just dial go. in on this train and block. I mean, it'd be, great be, to, it'd be great to punch the ticket, you know? They have Get major, it over with, yeah. They have major qualification rankings. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. They, they, they switched it up. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this up just for us to look at. Then we'll get to our workout of the day, workout of the week, workout of whatever you want it to be. What do we see? Okay, yeah. So we're pulling this up. So I guess it just depends on how many people are going to come over, right? Like you would assume, Magita, Hunter, do you think he'll show up or not? No. No? So what about your boy Ronkovic? I think so. Oh, yes. yeah? Tim, Tobias, Tim, no. Tobias, yeah, he doesn't travel too much. So we got Ronkovic. I think Tim will be there. Magida's going to be there. When? Joffrey and when they both came over. They both came over last year to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Graham, maybe. Hogan. I, I bet Hogan's Hogan and won't. Schiller are probably no go. Probably not. Like Schiller didn't come over for the World Championships in Vegas. James Kelly will be there. You think so? I think so. That seems crazy. Bo Willis, no. Why not? Why wouldn't he? He came over Bo for Wills, Vegas. Sorry. Bo Wills. Sandy's not, and he's not in the UK anymore. No, he's he's he was over there in Dubai, bro. Was he out there? Did you see him? No, I didn't see him. I didn't see him. So, so what it's looking like? The name that's not on here, which is a which is so, Dylan. So Dylan is going to have to get a time sooner than later. But you figure it's going to be Megita, you. Ronkovich and you Tim. Might, you might be able to get in. Even I'm, even with even if you went to Madrid and like shit the bed. For sure. I'm like twentieth and take out yeah, so but I can't count on that. Like I don't know. I think that no. I think this guy and this so guy. So you're looking uh, at Gabe is Gabe lives in freaking Vietnam or you whatever. need to def you need to be I would say sub 59 is going to put you in a good place to get in. Not close enough. I think I need to be like 58, 30. Well, yeah, that's going to give you a cushion. But who knows? There's a bunch of other. If you can trump a few of these guys right in front of you. 
Um, was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there's going to be a roll down. I think there's 100% going to be a roll down of, of, of at least three to four athletes. So, yeah, right now, 58 44, Sandbach. Um, golly, it's crazy to think like he potentially might not even get into Chicago. No, he might not. Like if some of these other guys like you and um, Alphonse and, and Dylan. Guy, Dylan. Who else? Who Chris Woolley. Chris, um, I think he'll be done racing until Hong Kong, whenever that is. Mm. But some of these guys could move up in there. So there could be new guys too. There could certainly be new guys. It'll yeah. be interesting. It'll be interesting. So you got Chicago circled for your next one. And that's going to be, I mean, that's going to be highly competitive, right? Like that's not going to be. And it's, I don't know. it's great for me. Cause I don't have, I, I canceled Orlando because I already have my qualification. So I'm like, what's the point of even going? It's still so far out from worlds. The only focus I have, I have nothing in between, you know, it's, 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 it's just Chicago. So I don't have to worry about, you know, multiple tapers or, Right. Just any other things popping up. It's just focused on on Chicago. Should be that nice. Is nine weeks. It's not that far away. No, it's ten. I think it's ten. Ten? Okay. I'm looking at my thing here at the eleven. Ten from ten from this past week. This past weekend, sorry. Okay. So this upcoming weekend will be nine. Okay. So yeah. a little less than ten. Mm-hmm. We're, we're so yeah, that's on. coming up. That's coming up quick. Well, that's a good, I feel like that's a good amount. Like eight to ten weeks is a good amount to really just mm-hmm. dial in and, and boost your fitness. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I'm kind of looking at that, at that too. Like I don't have enough time to really be peaked for Madrid, and I, it wouldn't make it doesn't make sense to be that way anyway. So I just need to be like kind of on my way up still, and then have however many weeks from Madrid. Uh, it's like another. I feel like going to Dubai now. It's just going to make any trip to like Europe to compete feel like a cakewalk. Light work, smart. And I, I feel like it's. Travelable. I used to stress. I used to stress about that, like traveling and then racing. But I don't know, man. Like I, I think, I think you can overcome it, like for sure. Um. So you going to Madrid, man? Like how how early are you getting there? Same time Thursday. Thursday That's morning. the move, dude. That's the move. Because it's like, it's even up. if you don't sleep for two days, you're you're gonna be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. They're gonna have the wooden ropes. It's gonna be no problem. The sled's gonna feel heavy. It's gonna be a minute faster. Great. So I'm looking at that. If I were in the same time that I ran, which I probably won't be in the exact same fitness as I was in Dallas, but I don't think I'm too far off. So even if it's like if I do the exact same effort, I don't know, man. You went. You thought your fitness was good, and you went to Deca and didn't didn't do so hot. Deca fitness not there. General fitness is pretty good, but like my sled push in in Dallas was three forty. It was like three fifty, I think. Actually, it was really slow. It was like like just one of those tough draws on like just got a tough car- patch of carpet, and it was like literally stopping me. And then I was like three thirty on the pull. So if I can get that pull like 315 and then have the push be like 240, I'm good to go. And then everything else is easy, right? Then we're fine. I feel like your next big jump for you is a burpee broad jumps. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I, I got 
I can do burpee broad jumps. I was, uh, bro, you seen that video? You're taking naps on the floor. <laughs> I'm making huge jumps. I'm making that happen. That was, that was, rough. I feel like you have 30 seconds. I feel like you have 30 seconds to gain. I'm on, out of deck. I was 202 in, in on. Like, let's just say we need to get to work out of the week here, but let's just say you dialed that run back going into burpees by 10 seconds over the course of a thousand meters. Like that's a lot. That's a big drop off. You're, you're going to be feeling good. And then you just come in and annihilate the burpees. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's the move, dude. Don't try to maintain your run pace on that run going into burpees because you're not going to be able to maximize your, your ability there. I was telling myself that on that workout that I did, that was, uh, the, after the sled pull on that run, I was like, okay, this is like the entire workout. This is like the entire race. It's like be controlled here. I have to be very controlled after the sled push on the run and very controlled on the sled, uh, on, on the, on the run after sled pull as well for that reason. Like, and there's so much time to gain on the sled push and pull that even if, if I gain like a minute and it takes, like you said, 10 seconds off of that run, I'm still like a net 50 seconds. Exactly. And that's, that's how I think I'm gonna have to approach this race. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna wear my heart rate monitor and like look at it. I usually don't do that. I'm like, I'm just gonna, eh, I'm fine. And then I just like go over a cliff. You think that's gonna mess you up? If I train with it, I think I'll be all right. All right. And I'll just ignore it. That's what I always do when it's not telling me what I You're want. You're gonna pull a hunter and just like toss it into the crowd. I do uh, when it's not telling me what I want. I'm like, this thing's inaccurate. I'm just gonna not gonna listen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What'd you have for workout the week? Did you even work out this week? I did. Actually, I told you um, this week I experimented with something new. I did an intensity workout on Wednesday before hmm. a Saturday race, which is something I have done in the past, but it's been many, many years. Um, I think just as I've gotten older, I've slowly but surely moved my last intensity day before race further away from race day. So I went from Wednesdays to Tuesdays, and now I'm on Mondays. Mondays are normally my last big effort before a Saturday race, but I wanted to experiment with something new, especially with traveling abroad. I kind of felt like, let's get in a real hard effort before we go on like a 24-hour travel day. Um, So that's what I did. I did... Uh, three and a half miles of quality. I did four by 1200s with two minute recoveries. Um, How fast? And then I'm like, like what kind of effort? I kind of just, I had the first one I went super slow. And then by the end of the fourth one, I was kind of like where my pace really wanted to be. I think I started at like 530 pace or something and then got down to like 520. Nice. 520 pace. Yeah. Um, two minutes rest. It's like a good amount of rest. Yeah. And then, uh, two by 400 at the end, just, just quick turnover, just spin four by 1200, two by 400. And then I came home and did, um, like a 20 minute EMOM of just like machines, machines and, uh, just like some DECA movements. Actually, I did some like box jump step overs and older over the shoulder toss. Um, yeah, that was pretty right. much it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, for mine, like I mentioned, it's kind of like a broken high rocks is the first four stations and with the run run and stations rested. I wrote it as resting four minutes, but then after two, I was like, okay, I'm okay. And, uh, and then just did run station for the remaining four with one minute recovery in between those. And actually gave me a good amount of confidence. Like I felt okay in those first four and I was like, all right, this is fine. 
And then it did put me in a pretty gnarly place in those back two or three. And it's like, all right, there's no place. <clears throat> there's one thing I'm thinking about too with high rocks, right? Like it's all about like managing the effort. But there's a point where it's just, there's no place to hide after a while. You just have to feel it. And I think I was able to get there. And so this week, I think I'm going to do something pretty similar, but extend. Maybe I'll do the first five or six stations and then break it. Um, so that's what I'm thinking. And just because it's so close to a race, I want to be like specific. And that's the best way to do it without just doing full sims, you know, and I'm, I'm not that interested in that. For sure. Yeah, that, that feeling of high rocks, dude, like it can, it can startle, startle your body, man. That's for like sure. If you're not, if you're not familiar with it. Well, that was us last year at LA. We're like, we're fit. We're good to go. You see us run decas? No problem. And then I was like, at the Burpee Broad Jumps, we're both like, oh my goodness. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to do like full sims in training, like all the time. Like that's just, there's too much like weight on it. Beneficial. Too. I don't think so either. So giving myself a little bit of rest, being able to, to make sure I'm hitting the runs at the paces or it should be and being able to do the station. My station work was good. So I was happy with it, except the wall balls. Wall balls kind of beat me beat me that time so like normal uh we have another camp coming up another camp at the coming end up. of september we have seven i think of 12 spots filled so if you are interested please apply asap there's ASAP. a link in my instagram bio there's a link in i think rich's bio there will be a link in the show notes we would love to fill this up um, as soon as possible. I know it, w- it was quick notice, um, but I promise you, if you come, you will not regret it. It'll be it, a good time. It's going to be fun. You'll learn a lot. You'll come out a better athlete for sure. App is coming. We're close, dude. We're really close on that. <laughs> we keep saying that. We no, keep we're actually that. close. But we are. We're we are. legitimately close. So we're excited about that. And I think that's all we really got on the announcement side of things. We're 10,000. Drink power Drink lift. Power. They didn't have power lift out there, dude, in Dubai. Is it Red Bull? Red Bull. That's so weird. Do they have a, is there like a Red Bull recovery? Or just like straight up here is your Red Bull after the race? Here's your uh, caffeine and uh, sugar. Go have a heart attack right now. I used to love Fit Aid after Spartan. That was the jam. I did too. That was That's the only time I could drink it though. was like right after a hard effort. I couldn't just have one in the fridge and just pick one up and like sit on the couch and drink it. I think we're getting a mini fridge for the shop out back. What's what we call the gym. Amy's like, oh, let's clutch. Yeah. We're going to pile in some power lifts. I need to get that pull well, up. That'll be, it's it. good. It's good to be back, dude. It's good to be back in Colorado. And it's good to uh, see you, man. I, I missed you, even though we probably wouldn't have seen you anyway. I missed, I missed you just being down the road. We should get together. We should get let's together before you go to uh, Madrid. Let's hang out. I need to get my carpet back. That's not yours. That's mine. It's mine now. That's my carpet. All right, squad. Thanks for joining. See ya. See ya.